In today's busy, agenda-driven society, it's not unusual to plan travel for work, family, or vacation, for new experiences, or to relive some old ones. But what about traveling for no other reason than to practice some self-care? After nearly two years in lockdown causing an absence of social interactions, the pursuit of mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being is a top travel trend in 2022. Welcome to Traveling with AAA. I'm Mary Herendine, your host, and today we are taking a trip for wellness. Here to tell us more about this trend and share her own experience is Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist, co-founder of TravelBroads.com, and Westways Magazine, Ask the Traveler columnist, Jessica Fender. Jessica, welcome to Traveling with AAA, and thank you for joining us. Hi, Mary. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. So, Jessica, what exactly is wellness travel? Okay, so I feel like everyone is familiar with a spa day or even a spa vacation. You know, you get your massage, you get your facial. Wellness travel goes a little bit beyond that. Um, It's beyond pampering, uh, and it sort of looks at prevention. You know, these are trips that are designed to address, you know, either specific health goals or general health goals. You know, uh, you might dedicate a trip to working on getting fit or getting back into shape. You might um, dedicate a trip to improving sleep. Uh, Oftentimes there are professionals on site like nutritionists, mental health counselors, et cetera, to sort of help focus in on on the, to help focus in on the issues that you're working on. Yeah, that sounds amazing. But I have to admit, as a working mom, I sometimes feel indulgent when I think about self-care beyond just a manicure. Can you tell us a bit about this trend and how the view on self-care has really changed? Yeah, you know, I think that a lot of people think of self-care as something that's indulgent, or at least that has been how we've looked at it in the past. But for the last two years, health has been top of mind. I mean, basically since March 2020, we've all had the opportunity to realize just how important our health is. And it sort of moved from a, you know, would be nice or a guilty pleasure even to something that more people are making a priority. Yeah, you're right. I think a lot of people are are becoming more, you know, unapologetic about the need to take care of themselves before they can take care of others. And it's exciting to see that the view on on self-care has really changed. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about the wellness vacations people are planning? Oh, wow. Yes, there are all kinds. Um, This was, this is a very fun topic because really it can be as luxurious or as simple as you like. There are, you know, long weekends and there are weeks long trips that folks (laughs) are taking. Um, You know, they might focus on nutrition or immunity building, or like I said, improving sleep. Uh, there are all types of detoxes, digital detoxes, you know, nutritional detoxes. And, you know, we're talking vacations anywhere from the Swiss Alps to Malibu. You know, it's it's wow. really wide open. Well, you mentioned, you know, needing that uh, for fitness and having a nutritionist on board. Um, that sounds amazing because over the pandemic, I grew an addiction to Netflix and eating cheese popcorn. Most of the time, my attire included sweatpants, leggings, and before long, I felt like I just needed a total body reset. What are some of the best wellness vacations out there for folks who are needing that kickstart at fitness or staying fit? Yeah, you know, 
There are really a lot of options, which is great. And I've got to say, I am 100% with you on the leggings <laughs> and the popcorn, you know, personally. Um, there, there are hotel chains, like high-end hotel chains, that are introducing new options just in their in the rooms, you know. So it could just be in a, something that you're adding to a trip you're already taking. Mm-hmm. There are um, There's a new boutique fitness hotel chain that has in-room virtual classes. Wow. Uh, breakfast, you know, the latest workout equipment and, uh, you know, and program like hiking programming and stuff like that, which is like wonderful. Uh, And then, you know, there's some more traditional retreat like options that are, you know, kind of offer a little bit more robust programming. um, If you say want to go make it a week long vacation. Okay, that sounds amazing. What's the name of that hotel with the in room virtual classes? Oh, yeah, that's the the Pullman Hotel chain. So they're kind of billing themselves as the uh, first boutique fitness hotel chain. Wow. Okay, I'm writing that down, the Pullman Hotel chain. Awesome. Thank you. So Um, you mentioned a digital detox, and I spoke with a colleague the other day about her break from social media. She'd mentioned since the start of the year, she really, um, you know, stopped going on Instagram, stopped using Facebook, and was joining a book club. Um, She's read 42 books already, (laughs) and that's been life-changing for her. And I'm wondering, you know, where can we go for that full digital detox? What type of wellness trips are out there? So there are certainly retreats that are dedicated to digital detoxing or just mindfulness in general. Um, and, and you can definitely, you know, book one of those actually just before the pandemic, literally three days before my hometown of New Orleans shut down, I was at a wellness retreat where we had done a digital detox and I took a lot of those skills into the pandemic with me. So I I feel very lucky about that, but it doesn't necessarily have to be a dedicated program a detox program you can also just go places where you're not going to get reception and there's a lot of great options there's you know (laughs) joshua tree tons of texas i can't get reception in texas you know maine all of these like beautiful places that are just lovely to spend time in and you can kind of force yourself into a bit of a digital detox if you want to All right. So that sounds good. I like the idea of just going to a place where you simply have no choice but to shut down because you can't pull that phone out. In fact, I think that that's my building here is specifically designed for that because sometimes once I'm in the innards of this building, I'm in an office, I'm like, wait, my cell phone's not working, which is probably for a good reason. Yeah. (laughs) So So I know there are some wellness retreats that are out there um, to help those um, who might need the therapeutic effects of animals. We all hear about that, right? Um, Our therapy animals. Are there uh, travel that's meant just to fully immerse those wellness seekers? Yeah, you know, and that is such a great question um, because there there are all kinds of programs out there, Um, you know, I have to say that I got a cat during the pandemic and I won't, he's not always a stress reducer. <laughs> I literally had to rescue a lizard from him, from his clutches this morning. Oh my gosh. Um, but by and large, you know, animals, interacting with animals can reduce our, our um, heart rates and reduce stress. And there are, you know, you can book a three-day workshop on communicating with your pet. You can't, the, the West has a ton of just wonderful equine programs um, you know, where you're working with and riding horses and sort of 
uh, interacting with the animals that way. Um, I stayed at the um, Sunrise Springs uh, Spa Resort in New Mexico a while ago, mm-hmm. and they had some really creative programs. Like uh, we got to hold and pet and feed silky chickens. Oh, wow. Uh, you know, I know it was so amazing. That was part of their programming. Um, we also got to play and socialize with a herd of um, golden retriever puppies that were oh. about to be service animals. So, you know, the options are kind of amazing and and adorable. Okay, that's probably one of my dreams. I think I'd I just thought I'd died and gone to heaven if I had a basket full of puppies or kittens or silky chickens to play with. Um, I was camping last summer and there was an alpaca farm. I mean, that was incredible. And once on a trip to Mexico after a zip lining tour, um, I had an opportunity uh, to hold and feed a small little monkey, and I thought it was the most amazing, amazing experience. So I can imagine having a trip that was totally dedicated to feeling that, um, to, to just being around animals like that. That's amazing. I love it. All right. So I know, you know, you're mentioning the wellness vacations that you've been on and definitely having that detox right before the pandemic. Can you share a, a few more of some of your favorite experiences? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, so the first trip that I took for just pleasure for vacation, not a work trip, uh, post vaccine was mm-hmm. to Belize and we were down in uh, Placentia it's this like beautiful kind of secluded beach area uh, I stayed at the Naya Resort uh, there and you know they they're not necessarily billing themselves as a wellness resort but they mm-hmm. had like active stretching courses and a yoga studio there um, they had this, just this beautiful tropical setting and I will say that even just being in that place helped me focus on the issues that I was working on, which, you know, I I had a back injury that kind of flared Mm -hmm. up during the pandemic. And I came away from this gorgeous tropical beach vacation. Like one of the highlights was the fact that I had done this sort of like physical activity and worked on my, worked on the issue that had been bothering me. And it's, it's just kind of wild the way that that works out. Um, You know, and I love that you can make, any vacation into a wellness vacation Mm -hmm. like you can just choose healthier options you don't necessarily have to book a pre-programmed trip if that makes sense right and I think that's really important what you said you know at the start of just answering this question you said just being in that place and for some reason you know that stuck with me and I realize a lot of the things that are meant for wellness for me so I get a massage once a month and I spend half of the time that I'm on the table thinking about all these things that I have to do for work or for home or what's next. And so what are your what tips do you have for somebody to just be in that place? Because I think you really can turn anything into a a wellness, um, you know, pursuit. What tips? Yeah, Um, you know, that's a great point. I think that if we just shift our thinking about our vacation a little bit, and and say you know what this isn't just about you know hanging out at the beach this isn't just about seeing all of the sites this is a break in my routine where i can set some new intentions i can set some new habits i can you know maybe take some of these habits home with me like Mm -hmm. i still do some of the stretches that i learned on that massage table or the therapy table at uh, naya you know what i mean so 
I think it's kind of like a reframing issue as well. Like, if that answers your question. Right. Yeah. It's, it sounds like you're saying, you know, be intentional about it. Go in there with the, the mindset that I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to pick some things. I'm going to take something away um, with me from this trip and, and maybe leave something, leave something there. Right. That's awesome. I know travelers right now are, are considerate um, more than they ever have been about the impact that they leave during their travels. There's a lot of people that really want authenticity and less of a cookie cutter approach. Um, to their travel. How can those less experienced travels uh, travelers ensure that they get it? Um, you know, I think that that's a great point, and that is something that touches all types of travel right now, not just wellness travel. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, community-based tourism is kind of the industry term for it, and I think like sort of looking down those avenues where, you know, the way people eat, the way people look after their health that's part of their culture so if you can mm-hmm. if you can find ways to sort of partake in the the local health practices i think that that's just a really interesting way to add value to a trip and just to kind of open your mind a little bit to some new perspectives um i did a a trip to a very remote area of thailand several mm-hmm. several years ago and i still remember some of the interesting um you know, stretching techniques. And, and we had this, like, it was this hoop kind of this giant hoop skirt that you sat in and your head poked out of it and they <laughs> steamed it. And this was like this thing that they had done just forever to kind of take care of their bodies. And, mm. you know, I learned a little something there too. That's amazing. Yeah. I can imagine, um, you know, immersing yourself in what their traditions are. I went to India a few years back and um, I, I stayed with my girlfriend and her family um, who are very religious and uh, very, you know, open and welcoming. And I joined them um, to visit the Golden Temple. And it was amazing. Just the quietness of the place. Um, it, it really... It was just an amazing experience. I think I, I had never felt so welcomed um, in a place before, and it was it was amazing, and, and it's what they do there, so it's fun. Yeah, it's you. like you're still remembering how much of an impact that had on you, like, all this time later. So, yeah, I mean, I just – I enjoy learning about cultures. That's why I travel. I think that you can incorporate that into wellness travel just as you could any other type of travel. That's awesome. Now, when I think about traveling with my kids, um, I mentioned, I think when we first met that I have two little ones. I have uh, James, who's almost four, Alan, who's seven. And when we're going on vacation, sometimes I'm so focused on on making sure, you know, they're having fun and they're taken care of that I'm not really thinking about wellness. And, and I would imagine it's similar for for other, you know, parents like me or um, traveling families, are there resorts with a focus on wellness um, so that you can get the best of both family-friendly resorts? You know, I think that there are certainly resorts that offer childcare, <laughs> and I think even just taking that break as parents is beneficial to your health. Period. Um, But yeah, there are some places. I mean, I will, I'm not going to lie. The options are a little bit fewer than if you were a traveling adult. But, you know, there are spas in Germany, for instance, that have uh, like three different spas for kids and, you know, you know, and adult spas. Like they kind of divide up 
the the participants so that everyone can get some time. Um, it's everyone can get some time. Everyone can get some relaxation. I think obviously active and nature based trips are going to have an element of that as well. It just takes a little bit more work to find those yeah. opportunities. I love that spas for kids. So um, I visit. I I go to a um, spa that's local here in Irvine, California, and um, it's a Korean spa. And it's very traditional. And I remember I was in there once and um, a woman had come in with her, uh, you know, two young daughters that were probably not more than, I would say, eight years old. And they were so peaceful. They were so quiet and they were going with a flow and, and just partaking. But you couldn't tell. And I think that's probably one of the things that I need to do with my boys is put them in a quiet place. Because yeah. I will say with my two boys, it's nothing but noise. Um, they, they love to make noise. And dirt. They love dirt. So camping is always a favorite. So if I'm limited to just maybe a few days away, um, you know, what tips might you have for planning the perfect self-indulgent, self-care getaway? Um, that's a great question because so many of these trips can be, you know, week-long. Or honestly, there's a trend for these trips take being even like a two-week program. So, but you don't have to have that amount of time in your calendar to do this. Uh, I would pick a spot close to home. You know, there are amazing options in California. There's uh, the Ranch Malibu. They will develop a lifestyle regimen for you and they do digital follow-ups afterward. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's, you know, some gorgeous options out in, you know, Arizona and New Mexico. Um, I would also maybe, if you're limited on time, pick one issue that you want to focus on to make sort of the biggest impact you know are you trying to detox are you trying to sort of recenter yourself work on your mental health are you trying to you know improve your nutrition after all that cheese popcorn you know like maybe (laughs) find one of those things to work on and you know and if this is something that's new to you or it feels like maybe it's a little intimidating you know you don't have to go all out you can just book a hotel that has hiking programming you know, you can just book a hotel or a um, a trip where you can take some cooking classes and maybe develop some new skills that way. So, you know, I think this is all manageable. Um, and no matter how much time you really have in your, in your calendar. Right. That makes sense. It sounds like, you know, just planning it is just ensuring that you're focusing on one thing and really being intentional um, and clear with your travel advisor to let them know that that's the type of experience that you want to have in that very limited time. Well, thank you, Jessica. Yeah, thank you, Mary. This was a lot of fun. We really appreciate all of your tips, Jessica Fender. Thank you for being with us um, here on Traveling with AAA. And thank you, our listeners, for being with us. If you're planning a trip, be sure to connect with a AAA travel advisor. Check out AAA.com forward slash travel or visit your local branch. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe. I'm Mary Herendine. Thank you for traveling with AAA.